3: Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast.
4: Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is Dirt and
5: Sprague.
1: How how does a tiger get in the bathroom? He
4: almost killed me. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find a little weird I have to ask twice.
5: Pants at a time like this, I don't have any.
0: With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague.
5: Hey, it's a little too early
3: for being that loud? Hey, too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh
0: my God, it's early. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Mm.
5: All right, I'm going to
2: get it now. this Joyce. Joyce is very upset. Slow,
5: slow. we've discussed this. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Coffee and
2: contemplation.
4: The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Spray on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Live on YouTube. Thanks for everybody watching along, arguing about bandwagon fans and... All sorts of different arguments going on in the YouTube live feed this morning. We love you all.
3: Just about everybody's a bandwagon fan. You either hop onto a good team when you're young <laughs> yes. and you're fatherless like I did, or yes. you just follow daddy's team. Who's yes. daddy's team? That's my team. <laughs> you didn't have a daddy. You didn't pick your own team. No. Like There's no originality with that, but there also you probably pick a good team because you're fatherless. I mean, if anybody
4: should get some flack for being a front runner around here, we know who it is. It's the Cowboy Dodger fan. Is there a worse combination than that? Maybe a Cowboy-Yankee fan, <laughs> cow- and then adding the Lakers in there. That's about as front-runner as you could get. There's, yeah. there's no more front-running than that. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, on the line is host You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley. Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast. For more of Ken Barkley's analysis, just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts. Are you, uh, are, are you a big Christmas guy, Ken? Do you give a lot of gifts? How's Christmas going in the Barkley household?
1: Uh, it goes really well and happy holidays to you guys for sure. Uh, it goes, goes really well. A lot of big Christmas. We're big, big team Christmas over here. I mean, I have two small kids. Yeah. So they're six and four. Like I, I don't have a choice. Like even if I wasn't, I do like Christmas just for, so for the record, i do like Christmas, but even if I didn't, it wouldn't really. And this actually relates to a sports topic. Like with, with Christmas, who cares what I think? Like if they, like the, I have two small kids, like that answers the question mm. And like, I'm sure. I don't. Have you guys talked about NFL Most Valuable Player at all during the show today? Yes, oh yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. we so, were I'm, I'm, right. It's the hot topic in yeah. sports right now. Obviously, I I bet a ton of awards. It's like the thing I put the most time into. Uh, here's the here's the crossover. Like, oh, do you like Christmas? Well, it doesn't really matter whether I like Christmas or not. It's happening, and it's going to be a big deal because my because I have two small kids. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, who do I think should win MVP? It doesn't matter at all it only matters what the voters are going to do and like hate to be the bearer of bad news to everybody. That's like on Twitter and social media yelling, like no, nobody that's talking wants to vote for Brock Purdy. Like, sorry, sorry, everybody. Like, sorry about that. And like, yeah, they're dumb. They're not going to vote for him. Sorry. Like they're really dumb. They should probably vote for him. They're probably not going to, but like your job. And here's where like sports and betting are so much different, right? Sports, it's like, you can yell and like sports talk. You yell and scream. Like, how is he? He's It's got to be and He's number one in everything. He's the quarterback of the best team. And like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Great. But like betting on awards is entirely different. It's entirely about, it has nothing to do with what you think. Like you, the person betting it has nothing to do with that. It's like a mock draft where it's like, well, I think the team should draft this. Great. You're <laughs> not the GM. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, and like, like betting on awards. It's the same thing I, I can be the smartest person in the world or think I'm the smartest person in the world if I don't figure out what this voting block is gonna do and some voting blocks are smarter than others in other sports if I don't if I can't figure out what these guys are gonna do then I've failed and sorry like I'm, I'm listen all I'm doing this time of year is listening and talking to you guys but listening mostly and like all I get is nah but what about this other guy? <laughs> They're like, yeah, but what about Josh Allen if he wins out? They're like, oh, maybe it's McCaffrey instead. So, like, yeah, you could send all the charts you want about how awesome he is. I, it's just – it's, like, so fascinating to me that, like, people just get so mad. Like, oh, well, like, how can they do that? Your job is a better – if you don't get what – if you can't predict what they're going to do, then you fail.
4: Yeah. And hmm.
1: I, I, I think they're leaning away from Purdy right now. And he's in the best possible situation, and they're still not willing to say he's number one. Hmm. or doing it. Like, the, he should be getting every vote this morning. He couldn't be further ahead. And yet, everyone's still like, oh, it's really wide open. <laughs> like, why it really wide open? <laughs> like, that's crazy. He's number one in every stat. If he's not, he, you've gotten the greatest run out of all time. Th- I'm just going to talk for another minute. Sorry. You've gotten the greatest run out of all time. If you bet Brock Purdy, MVP, or your Niners fan, you want him to win, literally, like, it's as well as it can be going. They're going to be the one seed, maybe, or at least, like, the two, probably the one. And it depends on the Baltimore game. But, like, they're going to be the one seed. He's number one in every single statistic. He's the quarterback of the best team. They just won and scored 50 points, basically, in a game, and all of his competitors played poorly. This should be like everyone should be waking up this morning in a normal – like if this was Mahomes that did this, everyone would be waking up this morning. Like it wouldn't even be a con. We'd talk about something else instead. But, like, again, your job is to figure out what the voters are going to do, and despite everything on earth, working in Brock Purdy's favor, all of the conversation this morning is like, well, I got to tell you, if Josh Allen wins out, I think it's his. <laughs> and it's like, well, It's like, yeah, like, you got to listen to that. Like, you got to listen. Like, yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, sorry that they're dumb. Your job as a better is to recognize that they're dumb and bet on that thing. Like, that's what it is. So.
3: If I played everything <laughs> you just said Ken Barkley and asked my wife, Ken, what question do you think brought out that <laughs> yeah. three-and-a-half-minute answer? She would never have said, are you a big Christmas guy was play? the question yeah. that got there, and that's why right. I love you. you you're catching me on a Monday.
1: That's and right. Me, and I haven't done my show He's yet, feisty, feisty on I a Monday. I know. Oh. On my show. Yeah. <laughs> well, on my show, you're going to get a lot more of that. You, get, you just get me first. That's the problem. Hey,
4: Ken, but what about Christian McCaffrey? Free though. Huh? I'll well, hang up and listen.
3: Look, let let's be honest here. We can we can make all the arguments and give the opinions on this. If if we're being 100% truthful, we did a poll question on our show page and the person that should win this conversation is far and away getting trounced in it. The MVP of that team is Trent Williams. Brock Purdy's not operating without Trent Williams. We saw it. The run game is lesser than with Trent Williams out. We saw it. Like these are all great players. It's a fantastically loaded team, and maybe the best player on the whole team is the left tackle, but that's not sexy, so we don't give them the award. <laughs> Let me ask you about a market you are dabbling in. Ooh. I know it's kind of award season right now for you guys. I tweeted back to your co-host, Nick, about a week ago on one of the awards, and he mentioned you and how you don't think it's it's viable. Oh, I think boy. there's four guys that are possible to win the Coach of the Year award right now, in my mind, and maybe I'm omitting a name here, so forgive me. I think okay. it's Stefanski. Steichen, D'Amico, Ryan's, and Shanahan. I, I, this is goes back to your. It's your opinion. It's not a fact what voters will do. Right. Shanahan's never won this award. He's been Correct. the best coach in football for probably four years now. They just haven't won the Super Bowl. Stefanski won it in twenty twenty. Steichen and Texans, like those, are barely wild card teams. At some point, the guy with the best record and the most dominant team, while doing it with the last pick of the draft. Has got to be cashed out and rewarded for this. He hasn't won it yet. Like, what am I? What am I missing here for Coach of the Year? And how Shanahan, if they win out, or hell, even if they lose to the Ravens and get the one seed, I still think wins the award. What am I missing in that?
1: Uh, well, first of all, that was a very thoughtful analysis. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Like that was actually a good analysis, and I I agree with uh, most of what you said about who's eligible and and maybe who it's down to. Um, there, I think there are a couple things that you're missing, yeah. and it's not really like. So first thing is actually something you mentioned, which was the it's the same as MVP. Like, you don't have a vote. So like you, you thought through the problem very carefully. Right. And you've come to a conclusion basically about who you would vote for. Mm-hmm. That's like basically what you just did. You kind of went through all the candidates and you figured out like what their pros and cons are. And you're like, well, wait a minute. But like, Shannon, he's actually coming second twice, which is pretty crazy. I've I've the last year I actually won a lot of money cuz I had dable the the first year he came in second he improved the team's record like 11 games and he lost to John Harbaugh when the Ravens went 14 and 2 and Lamar Jackson won the MVP and I lost a truckload of money. I had hit like 18 to 1, 20 to 1, 25 to 1. <laughs> just, like, just like and then and then it like gets to the vote and I'm like, I think I have like a 50-50 shot. They're like, "Congrats to John Harbaugh." And it's like, "Oh god. <laughs> like, unbelievable." <clears throat> so I think look, I, yeah, he's coming second to tw- everybody knows that he's pr- probably the best coach like in terms of again, because we're very late in the year, you just try to listen as much as possible. And I'll be honest, No one's talking about this, like at all. And instead, they're talking about other coaches. They're talking about Demiko Ryan. They're talking a lot this morning about Shane Steichen, which I totally agree with. I think he's Mm -hmm. the most likely winner. They're talking about Stefanski. I do think he's an interesting candidate because, just to like sidebar for a second, the Browns present with two other interesting award options at the end of the year that are not coach. So like I often think that voters try to reward teams like, in that situation, but they don't have to give them, like, three awards. They could just give them one. And it's kind of like, well, we we acknowledged the Browns. Like, we did that. Like, Miles Garrett can definitely still win defensive player of the year. He and Parsons and Water are all very close in sacks, and I think everybody likes Garrett the most. So they can just give him that and Stefanski doesn't have to win anything. And they'll be like, well, we got the Browns. Like, we covered that. And Joe Flacco can win comeback player of the year, which I think is incredibly live today. Now he has to keep winning, but, like, there's, it's an incredible narrative, and it'll close strong. So, like, Stefanski's a really good candidate. His problem is that like he doesn't have to win for the Browns to be acknowledged. Shane Steichen has to win for the. There's they here's the here's this whole coach of the year thing. They don't have remotely close to anybody who would win any awards. <laughs> right? Who would who would you even give an award like? like outstanding right guard. You know, like they don't <laughs> even have a guy that you would vote for. That's the whole point. That's like. And to be fair, I'll, I'll throw one more name in the mix. I think Sean Payton is actually still alive for the. Stop! Oh, Stop. Stop. Don't no. do that. No. I'm out. Damn! I'm I can out.
4: <laughs> I'm out.
3: Get out here's, of here. Here's,
1: here's why this is okay. Well, let me let me ask you a question. Let me just <laughs> it's, it's just really like because it's not again the voting has not held this morning. I know the voting is held three weeks from now. They're going to close win win win. They play the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders the next three weeks. They're closing win win win. So okay, if the Broncos are ten and seven, they're seven and seven right now. Just again, you don't don't play it out right now. Play out the end. If they're ten and seven and they make the playoffs, you're really telling me he can't win? Really? He was he was a front runner for it almost two weeks ago. Yeah, Why he, can't he go back to winning again?
3: Yeah. I'm not like, saying he it? can't. So, I just right. you me, you merely putting that in there in the, in the atmosphere after what I just watched on Saturday with an embarrassing right. showing. Who was all? I think you're hearing from somebody right now
4: who is a Broncos plus four and a half better on Saturday. Absolutely, night
3: <laughs> I'll, I admit that. But like also, I watched a that team. Horrible spot.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. A horrible spot. The Lions had lost. They were like played way better at home. Like it was just like it was just it's one of those things. It snowballs. Sometimes, you know, it's like one of those things. So they're they're closing win, win, win. Like it's happening. Like it's just so, okay. Like maybe he doesn't win because someone else is also really good. The idea that he's out is hilarious. They're going to be 10 and seven. Like, it's it's happening. <laughs> it's just like, do you think if he's 10-7, and seven, he'll win? That's the question. It's mm. not will he be there at the end. He's going to be there. Um, and meanwhile, Steichen's going to play a coin flip game every single week. They play Houston the last week of the year. A lot of people think that's going to be for coach here. Anyway, the second thing that you're missing, just real quick about Shanahan, this award almost entirely is not about who the best coach is. It's about team improvement yeah. year over year. Yeah. And, like, 95% of the winners all time improved their record four wins from the previous season. I think there's only like three of the last 30 didn't do it, or three of the last 40, something like that. And so, like, cool, Shanahan's awesome, they're great. They also won, like, 13
6: games last season.
1: So, like, it's just, it's like why Sirianni won't win if they win a lot of games. Like, this was the expectation, Mm. and you just met it. Whereas the expectation for the Colts, Steichen, the Texans, Danico Ryans, and the Broncos, Sean Payton, was Mm. to be bad. That was the expectation, especially the Colts and Texans. So and when they're good, that's how you win.
3: And two of them are not in the playoffs. But let's keep giving them the award. Why reward the, the guys doing the The disrespect to Bailey Zappi just marking them up as an L. Come
4: on, Ken. Well, like
1: six point favorite. What do you want? Me, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I'm just it's a likely
3: win.
4: Yeah. We're uh, we're already against it because you know this is how it goes, and we love chatting with you. Uh, so before we let you go, any favorite bets for the weekend? I know it's a Monday, so I don't even know if we've done early peaks at the lines. But anything we like coming up in the next week?
1: Yeah, just I haven't gone through everything yet, but I do. I have a couple
4: things I like. You like anything um, tonight? By the way, we got a Monday Night Football game tonight. Well, can you tell me who's playing? Yeah, e- Eagles <laughs> I and think Seahawks. I think Mariota. No, no, no. I mean, I think, quarter- oh, quarterback. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Marcus Mariota won in Seattle last year. Ken, huh? I just, uh, yeah. And like, is Gino
1: playing? We don't, we don't know the status of either starting quarterback. Yeah, it's like, true. well, what do you like? And then what's the play? It's like, well, I don't, Come on, I don't know. To play it. What's the play? Play?
6: Yeah, exactly. Now you
1: see how stupid that question is. Now you see, Like, Hey, like we don't always play a quarterback for either team. What's the lot. It's like, great. Okay. Uh, on the Thursday night game, Saints Rams, that's this is like one of the games I've looked at. Uh, I really like the over it's 44, 44 and a half right now. Uh, the Saints, are like Jekyll and Hyde when they play the Giants, the Panthers, the Patriots. The defense looks amazing. They run up the score. It's kind of a low-scoring game, and they just, like, strangle them, basically. And when they play anything close to a good offense, the game completely opens up and gets nuts. Uh, Jags, Lions, uh, just a couple examples the last few weeks of games that have gone like that. That's the Rams. That's how they like to play. So games obviously perfect, whether it's in L.A., reasonable total Uh, i like the over on thursday night
4: okay there you go he's the host of you better you bet odyssey sports betting insider kim barkley insider calls are presented by betmgm go check out all the latest lines today on the betmgm app uh merry christmas ken thanks for making adjustments to your schedule to hop on on a monday we always love chatting with you have a great uh, christmas and new year and we'll, we'll talk to you next year yeah, sounds good. Happy holidays, guys. There you go. You too. Ken Barkley, good stuff as always from him. I asked him a question
3: about Christmas presents and we turned into a, a long rant about the MVP award. We had I I mean, you <laughs> threw it out, you shouldn't have because we're against it on the yeah. clock, but like realistically should have broke and been done with him after asking two questions, two questions. one of which <laughs> he went Bill Walton on us. Was your do you like Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Are you a Christmas guy. I just said, I was starting easy. Lay up for Ken on Christmas time. This is not a shot at Ken or the logic. It is utterly insane that the best coach in the sport is never going to win this award because he's being too good. I know. And we expect him to be good. I also love
4: how we just have moved on from the fact that Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Like and we're just, just like, not, the not a year two, anymore. he's an it's... MVP candidate. It's like, ah, whatever, it's a 49er.
3: But let's look at <laughs> Sean Payton and D'Amico, yes. who are not in the playoffs. Let's, uh... let's do that. All right, well,
4: we went a little long there. I got a couple of leftovers from college football that we have not talked about yet, including what are you guys
3: going to Why?
6: Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
1: Why? Why?
6: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.
0: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else?
4: Do with all the money. Next on the fam. Well, some big news came out on Friday, and I just pictured YouTube bozos wearing a green suit and a blue suit, walking up a flight of stairs at a hotel, handing out cash to all the people who are helping carry in your bags. Here you go. Here you go. Here you yeah. go. How's it feel to be $400 million richer? Uh, Look at you guys. The Supreme Court in Washington sided with the Pac-2, Oregon State and Washington State. And so you are now back in control of all of the assets. And you get to decide. You were the only voting members of the conference. You're the only remaining schools. I've argued all along. That's probably how it should be. Everybody else left. You're the only ones left. So Mm -hmm. give them the purse strings. Uh, $400 million. Does that move anything for you at all? Or are you just kind of like, are you still in the same mindset you were last week as a fan? Which was not
3: great. My 18 year olds can now get paid money uh, from people that aren't me. And I will dictate my entire mood and attitude yes. on how my 18 year olds play and are paid. How much you going to give Malik Murphy? Take give him, give him a million of that 400 million. You got a million to spend now. Uh, if they land him, don't <laughs> kid yourself. I'm going to assume he got a nice little payday to go to Corvallis, Oregon and play Mountain West football. This was big for him. I mean, and and I I don't want to get into the Twitter angle of this. I I find it kind of just mildly annoying. It's this <laughs> oh I'm defending my side. Oh I'm going to defend my side. I hate you. No you hate me. And it's pretty dumb. It it's kind of but all the bylaws and all the ways they operated post USC UCLA. This was as big a no brainer as there was to me. Uh, sorry to all the departing 10 members. This was, you cannot be sending out a schedule and in the same way, tell us, well, we haven't completely <laughs> we told you what our plans are yet. Yeah, like, There's a schedule right here. I We're just playing Michigan it. state in September, but don't pay any attention to that. I, I don't know what any of it even means. It means yeah. they're, they're, they're fluid. They have cash. Please. They can continue their program uh, funding the way that Barnes said, you know, funding at a power five level that's great. It's good for them. I'm happy that the institutions got something out of this because they got shafted and railroaded out of major college football. And I will get to the chip audio at some point today. But what I would say is this at least holds you over. Now go find your, your next move, whether that's merging your conference with the the big 12, the ACC, I don't know what it is or who it is with, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this is the next step. This was great. I don't really have a whole lot to add in context yeah. You're funding the athletic department. You're not worried so much about TV revenue. you got a couple of years now. You man. get to buy a couple of years. That's that's the important part here. And you just hold uh, hold tight, win your football games, see what happens with the playoff stuff, and try to find a conference to identify with or expand with. <laughs> yeah, what conference do you identify as now? Please not the Mountain West. <laughs> yeah, don't like, be the do Mountain what West. you can. Entice the Big 12. Get the ACC. Get together with totally. these people and say, let's make totally. West Coast hubs. We're here to help. Here's our bare bones network. And, oh, by the way, we've got some money. Do something. Just do not, do not, for the life of you, do not fold this into being the the Mountain West. I, that's not the move I want. No, I, I want big 12 ACC. Yeah. You want to play big boy football. Yes. Get back into major college football.
4: You know, the angle that I find interesting here, I don't know what it means long-term for Oregon state, Washington state. I agree with the decision. They're the only remaining schools. Everybody else announced their intentions to leave. They want to try and rebuild the thing. Like this is how I always thought it should play out. And I have found the entire thing a little ludicrous to be honest with you. What I find interesting though, about it and the, the, the ruling finally coming down into being official is, is i wonder how many schools that left the conference
3: were banking financially on having these assets to help fund whatever move that they were making washington i know is one of them because they basically their case was we don't have the funds for the transition no, arizona cal is basically bankrupt athletically arizona i think is sold or they've put their athletic department on like a website for you to bid on if yes. you have enough millions of dollars because they going to have to cut everybody. There was reporting I want to say Wilner had it or
4: somebody that basically the two schools and I'm I'm paraphrasing here because there was a lot. I was doing a lot this weekend, but I if I believe I read that the two schools went to the 10 and were like, hey, can we just like let's sit down at some point in October. Like we're we're gonna give you your money for 2023, 2024. You're gonna get your payment. But we're going to take some of it because we have all these liabilities and these lawsuits and this. We got all we got a, a whole bunch of stuff that we have to pay for as the remaining members of the of the conference. So let's let's sit down and negotiate. You know, we want to get five million, four million, six million. How much is it going to take per school? And the ten schools were like, "Nah, dude, we're going to let this thing play out in the courts" because they thought that they were going to win. And I just I don't know that to me is interesting. I don't think any school. Is necessarily going to put their tail between their legs and come back? But if I were Cal and Stanford, I would. The ACC's not on good ground. They're
3: not going to give you any revenue. You're not. I mean, yeah, you're taking a reduced share of already a reduced share. You're already playing these two pack two schools anyway. Exactly.
4: Cal's got a home game against Oregon State next year. You yeah. got like the ACC's going to lose Florida State, Miami, Clemson at some point ne- next year, five years. At some point, that conference will crumble. They're next on the chopping block for sure. And so I just. I, it's one of those, like, I wish, can we do a take back on that one? Like, you guys come back to the West Coast, the Big 12 schools, whatever. You got a better TV deal. You want to go play in that conference, basketball conference. Like, that's fine. But Cal and Stanford are the two that it never made sense. And financially – I wonder how many schools are just doing a big gulp this weekend of saying, oh, God, how are we going to afford we, this? We
3: have the Chip so. audio. I know you want to get to yeah. that. What I what I would add, and we'll get to this cut by Chip, I kind of rolled my eyes at it because I'm not saying he's wrong. I thought he was right on almost everything. Yes. What I roll my eyes at is everybody in America that has a podcast, a radio show, or a TV show has floated the exact scenario and ideas that he threw out. And, again, this isn't to poo-poo Chip Kelly. We finally got a coach just being out and open on this stuff. Everybody around the sport's been saying, this is what we should be doing. And not one person in the sport had the stones to step in and say, let's stop. Let's put a pause in this. The minute USC and UCLA wanted to go to the Big Ten, it should have been voted on by the five conference commissioners. Is this good for us Yes, as a sport? Oklahoma, Texas, going to the SEC, should have been voted on. Is this good for the sport? Everybody's telling you no. And yet here they go making all these grand moves. And it pisses me off because I don't think all of these schools would have left. But not one person had the huevos to step step in and say, stop. Let's stop. Hold and on. And not privately. I'm talking yeah. publicly because that's where the pressure would have been applied or should have been applied. Privately, everybody was a coward and turned their backs and said, okay, do it. And they went, what's happening here? I don't know. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Make
4: sure you give Oregon all their money for this year, okay? I want all my money, please. You have a booster. We are keeping your money. (laughs) Goodbye, sir. Good day, sir. Let's get to the Chip Kelly audio, because he did talk about this. They played a bowl game this weekend. I believe they won. Did you light win? Did you watch that game? No, I was working I Saturday. Didn't, I didn't did they win any bowl games. There were bowl games. They won. They, I know that. Okay, that's good. Cal laid Cal an egg. Texas Tech is good again. Who saw that coming? Uh, let's play the Chip Kelly audio next on the fan. Uh, text at the Vancouver Ford text line. Do you think Oregon State, Washington State go for the short-term gain at the expense of potential long-term loss by trying to withhold the revenue from the current season? Personally, I can't imagine that 70 to $80 million is worth burning so many bridges long-term. Like, there's not going to do that. I, they're, you're going to have to sit down and negotiate. How much does each school have to kick back for the liabilities that they owe that they're going to have to pay off? Like, that's a negotiation that will happen. The other 10 schools are not going to get their full share for this year because of that reason. Mm-hmm. They're not going to withhold all the money from the departing schools. No. Like, they're just not. It's not that would be dumb for them to do. They've never... I, it, it, showing their intentions to do that, it just, that's not going to happen. But they do need to come to an agreement on how much each school has to kick back from the 23 24 revenue to pay for those liabilities. Uh, we, I always love when coaches are honest and upfront. It's funny how sometimes other coaches have done this in the past and we just laugh it off. And then another one does it. It's like, yeah, preach, man. Like, Mike Leach kind of did this for years. Yes. But because he was a wacky pirate, it was like, oh, Mike, you're so funny. Talk about mascot fights. And nobody really took him seriously. Well, UCLA played. They won their game this weekend. Congratulations to the whatever bowl they won against Boise State Bowl. Bowl. That was the LA Bowl? I I think. Sure. I'll take your word (laughs) for it. Yeah, they won. Okay, yeah. the they Rob came back in that game. Was it the Gronk L.A. Bowl? Is this the one that he I sponsored? Think it's Gronk. It
3: used to be Jimmy Kimmel.
4: Yeah, that yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, Yeah, yeah
3: okay. Gronk was the host. I think there was an actual
1: company that was the like title sponsor, ah, okay. but yeah, Gronk served as the host. Okay, well, I was...
3: for that company paying six figures to have nobody know who they are, <laughs> what a, what a good way to spend your money. I was
4: working Saturday night, so I didn't see any of this. Uh, and Chip Kelly after the game was just asked about, hey, you know, the Pack hole's dead, and you're going to the Big Ten now. It's all over. And he was asked about the future of the sport, and here's what he had to say.
5: I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner, and I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they say, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football, and you can have a 64-team conference, that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the group of five. And we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about
6: this. (laughs) Not
5: that I've allowed to spend the time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group and said there's 132 teams and we all share the same same TV contract so that the Mountain West doesn't have one and the Sunbelt doesn't have another and SEC has one and they have another, that we all go together, that's a lot of games and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one. Instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five, you can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You know a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done, that money now needs to be shared with the student-athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing, and the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. I mean, I love the
4: idea. I love the thought behind it. I'm always for, uh, you know, evolving the sport and how could it look better, and I think most people would agree with it. The tough part from what he's arguing is you want revenue sharing at the highest level of the sport, not to the players. I think most people agree the players deserve a piece of the pie, but from school to school. And that's just where you're going to get pushback from everybody. I think it's one of the reasons that USC wanted to leave the conference to begin with. They looked at it for years and said, why is Washington State making the same amount of money that we do? When we're we're big, bad USC, we bring the eyeballs to the conference, we're the face of the Pac-12. Why is this not tiered out to where the more you play on national TV, you make X amount? Like, I love the idea. I wish that's the way that it could work, but you're never going to get these big-time schools to say, yes, all of us should make the same amount whether you're in the Mountain West or the SEC.
3: Well, the SEC certainly not going to say, yeah, we'll share the same amount as the <laughs> ACC or Pac-12 schools. No. That was never realistic. No. Uh, the problem was they had five different commissioners who didn't operate on a universal way of – Deciding things.
4: We had an alliance with the Big Ten, and then they took USC and UCLA.
3: Yeah, uh, the alliance. <laughs> the alliance. That didn't go well. I just it, This is a totally reasonable, fine argument. I would argue every media member with a platform in some capacity has basically argued the exact same thing. Yep. But Chip Kelly's Chip Kelly, and us or somebody doing a podcast in uh, Virginia doesn't quite get the same play as Chip Kelly doing it too little too late. Feels that way, doesn't it? Well, I dude, you're not going to get people to revert back to no. an older system and no. then like say, let's share all the monies. No. You know, I I, I haven't, wa- I'm not going to sit here and pretend to give you the play-by-play or tell you I've watched every second and every, but i I flipping around
4: seeing quite a bit of this FCS playoff. Mm-hmm. I have too. I watched a little bit of the games this, on uh, Friday night. There was a couple of games going on. And
3: I'm, I am admittedly going to tell you I'm a little jealous of Montana's fan base. They know who they are. They know where their school is. And nobody's poaching
4: your roster because you're not nope. not a lot of players go from that level to the higher level. No, nope.
3: and if you lose your best player, you already won the championship in the FCS. So thank you for yeah. your service. Good luck on the FBS level. It just it seemed like a group of happy people. <laughs> hey, we're in the FCS. We play a, a 16 or 30 or whatever the hell it is playoff. And we get to go to home field and we get to go to all these venues and North Dakota State and Montana or Furman or whoever the hell. It they just seem happy. And what I see on social media and then like what you see and how it plays out, it feels like the sport that is the second most popular in America also has way more fan bases, unhappy and miserable than happy and delighted. Totally. It's when you watch FCS football in the playoffs, it's
4: it's college football as it was intended to be. It hasn't been corrupted by big business. It's it's always been the funniest thing to me whenever we argue postseason formats at the highest level of college football and when you look down one level, you're like, they've been doing this forever, and it works great. Their fans love it. They don't have stupid bowl games that nobody watches. It's a tournament. Every December, 30-something teams make it or whatever, and you play every week until you get a national champion. There's home field advantages, so fans don't have to spend thousands of dollars to fly to New Orleans for a bowl game or to you know Texas or to Vegas, wherever they want to go. Hey, we're the higher seed. We're going to host this game. You come to our town. Yes, Our fans can go to the game. We don't have to fly. It's just... It's football as it was intended to be played, and I have had a lot of fun watching the FCS playoffs.
3: Furman's in South Carolina. Didn't hear and read a whole lot about how, you know how much it costs to fly to Montana? <laughs> they just go play the game. And they, I don't know, man. It, it sounds so hokey and stupid and Disney, but, like, it just feels like college football is growing but also growing in misery they, for a lot yes. of fan bases. Nobody's happy about anything. I would argue it's growing in
4: spite of itself. Like, it's not doing anything necessarily right. In fact, I would argue college football has largely largely screwed up every major decision. But it's growing because we as a country, lo- what? We love football. Football is our king. It is our god. It is our religion. Yeah. And every chance we get to watch it, we're going to watch it. And so college football, the products are great. The pageantry is great. All that. But then you get this conference alignment and NIL and the transfer portal and the fourth team playoff to a BCS system to a 12 team playoff like they never get anything right but in spite of it we still love the sport we watch every
3: week I mean Alabama's in the playoff they bumped an undefeated team (laughs) and their fans were miserable probably the whole way after that first loss go through conferences and you pinpoint yourself you don't have to take my opinion go through conferences and you tell me how many schools you would label that fan base is probably okay and happy <laughs> with who they are. Who's, even
4: Oregon fans freaking out right now because they only got, like, one guy in the portal so And far. they can't be Washington. Where's everybody to? else? Why haven't we signed any other
3: players? Right, right, Everybody's right. miserable, man. Everybody's miserable.
4: All right, we'll get you set for your day in sports. There's a Seahawk Monday Night Football game on the fan tonight. There's a random bowl game. And i wrap it up for you next on the fan. Hey, it's my theme song. Welcome back in. 8.50. Uh, people are asking, and I will, uh, will take this moment to acknowledge it. You were not in duck gear because you did not have enough
3: duck gear. No, I I did not gather. I had a very busy weekend. Yeah, you had a lot going on. Uh, I think everybody has, and uh, I I, I will pay this off tomorrow. Yes. It's going to happen tomorrow. I'm doing face paint. I'm doing the duck gear. It's all going to be paid tomorrow. I know people were wondering if I was going to do that today. Yeah, give us an extra day, you know? Give me yeah, give me that. I need that not extra day. Deal.
4: Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I pay it know. off. I went to the duck store on Friday. I was doing some Christmas shopping, and so I got you some stickers and a little necklace. That's and, actually really I I appreciate it. I needed that kind of stuff. <laughs> I was looking around. I was like, I need just tiny stuff. I'm not going to buy like a shirt. Yeah. And I can bring anything you need in tomorrow. Just let me know if you need. My need accessories. Or anything. Yeah. Yes. So I got, I got you some accessories for tomorrow. So that'll be fun.
3: All right. So what I, we got? Here? I got you guys both gifts. There are two gifts that are thrift store finds that I have found this <laughs> wow. year that made me think of both of you. All right. You don't have to even use them. I know how people perceive thrift store stuff. That's okay. Look at you, Mclemore. Now, they're pretty easy to identify. Swag, yours is the smaller item in your box, and dirt, yours is the top item in your box. So if we could unwrap the situation as I right. give you all my recycling...
4: Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, thank
3: you for the box. So the oh, first item was That is oh. beautiful. Look at that. Look at that. A uh, Garth Bro- Oh, hell oh, yeah, brother. Canada. Look at that. We oh. got a Canada mug. My because- home <laughs> and native <laughs> land. <laughs>
4: Because he hates Canada. You know, well, he, he no know. longer hates no, Canada. I love Canada. A fan of Canada. I've
3: always loved Canada. Now, swag. I know mugs are a bit more dicey. I've washed that twice, <laughs> both with hand and dishwasher. Oh, that's okay. So it's been we'll vetted. We'll run it
6: through the dishwasher again. It's quite all right. I appreciate it.
3: <laughs> and Thank I know you. that that might not be something you rock a whole lot. Oh, but I'm f- gonna wear the hell
4: out of this shirt. I found it, and I just <laughs>
3: laughed that somebody found the Oregon <laughs> and Garth and Brooks it. Stadium stop.
4: I, it's there's. I mean, two things that I love in life. <laughs> yeah. Oregon what, football and Garth yes. Brooks. That's what. That's thought, about as yeah. sweet spot as you could possibly get for me.
3: Now, the real gift is the bigger gifts in your respective boxes if you yes. want to bust those out. Oh,
4: look at that. I like how I, I got I some dog that.
3: hair on this, too. Appreciate it. I'm sorry it. about authentic. that. It's authentic. That was on my bed. And, uh, look yeah. at that. That's Prohibition a thing.
4: Style. Look at that. Prohibition style. That's nice. a good bottle. Uh, I was
3: told that was a very good bottle. That's a very nice bottle. Swag, I got you a very good yes. bottle. Thank you for all your hard work this year. <laughs> Even though we hate each other sometimes, <laughs> I think it's great that we can end the year on a high... I know you guys get booze as easy gifts but th- I tried to go higher end shelf no, stuff. That's good stuff. And not just uh, run of the mill, yes. you know, cheap Evan yeah. Williams whiskey.
4: Well, I uh, in full disclosure, I'm not just saying this. I did buy you a Christmas present. Ah, but it is not here yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm waiting. I'm I am doing You don't s- have to on doing anything. anything. Yeah. No, I don't I, do this to make you feel bad. No, no. But
3: I know I know I know what I'm getting. It's just in the islands. <laughs> It better be like a coral reef condom or something. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> it's got to be something like that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, one time today, because we didn't get one in. To the roof daddy! Oh, look at that!
6: <laughs> I did get a splash daddy into you the You got pilot. a splash daddy? Yes.
4: I got a roof daddy into the Hawks broadcast on Saturday. You did? I missed I did. both of these. <laughs> Somebody tried to go top shelf for the goal. I said, look at that. He tried to be a roof daddy.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, T-Rob was in splash daddy mode. Splash right.
4: daddy
3: mode. I'm good to, he- to hear
4: it. Um, we... Have Monday Night Football on the fan tonight. I need a Eagles win for a 3-0 weekend in springing the line. Good luck to you. Fly, Eagles, fly. Might be Mariota
3: against Drew Locke. Catch the fever. I kind of like the over, but i got to stop betting overs because I'm never hitting these <laughs> over bets. <so. laughs> Start betting the unders. Yeah. Uh, swag, have a great time in Hawaii. Hopefully we get some wins. And we will see you next year. So Merry New Year. Merry New Year. I will be back with uh, Luke on Wednesday the 27th. We'll
1: have
4: some live <laughs> shows here next week. Here we go. Swag is in here this morning trying to complain about having to go to Hawaii.
5: Yeah, it's kind of raining. I have I <laughs>
4: need Hawaiian shirts and shorts. And Shut up. It's going to be 75 degrees. All my and... Tommy Bahama gear is at the dry
6: cleaner. i got to pick it <laughs> up later today.
4: There you go. Good little show. If you missed it, go check the Service Patriots podcast. Thanks, everybody, watching on YouTube. Make sure you like the video and subscribe. Love you all. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Calling us
6: next. Listen to the 1080 The Fam.